Well, hello everyone. Carrie Beck here with Homeschool Coffee Break, where we help you stop the overwhelm, gain confidence, so you can actually take a coffee break. We are in a middle in the middle of a series about leadership. And one of the things about leadership and raising your kids to be leaders instead of just follow the crowd is they have the tools of learning and a love of learning so they can keep learning for a lifetime. The problem is too often they're followers and they just do whatever you tell them to do. Even in high school, they are not even making their own decisions about their own education. And that is not a leader. That is someone that will just get out of school and do whatever someone else is telling them. And I'm pretty sure that is not what you want. You want your kids to have the tools of learning so they can be free from other people always telling them what to do. So today what we're going to do is talk about five simple tips to inspire a love of learning in March. Okay, right now this is being published into February. I understand that. So you've got time to actually prepare and be ready for March and have some fun activities. Most of you are probably going to take spring break. So let's have some fun in your homeschooling, inspiring a love of learning as well as tools of learning that you can use. Now, before we dive into those five simple tips, I would love it. It would mean so much to me if you would just subscribe to this channel and let us, the more people that subscribe, the more we get this out and share it with someone or leave a comment, depending on where you're listening to this, either leave a comment or leave a five-star review. That would be awesome. And that would just make my day. So let's talk about love of learning, you know? Some kids love learning. That was me. Even in college, I loved learning that this is just who I was. Others, not so much. I had children. I have three kids. They're all adults now. And I had both kinds. Often, it depended on what the topic was. Because my child that did not like to read at all, there was one book that I saw him reading all the time. The Bible. Well, I couldn't really complain. If the Bible is the only book that he would want to read, thank you, praise God. But I did discover that he also liked books in, with water. So Swiss Family Robinson, Robinson Crusoe, some of those types of books. So we would alternate books so that I was sure to try to include some of the books that he was encouraged with. So I share that story so that you will be looking for ways to encourage a love of learning. That child that didn't like reading, loved math, even though he did not do formal math until sixth grade, caught up in a year and a half and won the math award in high school. His sisters, on the other hand, one of them loved to read and one of them loved hands-on learning. I had to just bury things according to what they are. And that is the beauty of homeschooling. You can choose the different activities. Now, as a mom, I know you're going, that is overwhelming. And you just told me this podcast is to stop the overwhelm. Well, here is what I'm going to do. Today, I'm going to share some fun activities that I think no matter what your kids enjoy and the best way they learn, they will enjoy some of these. St. Patrick's Day is right around the corner. So we're going to look at some ways that we can inspire a love of learning in March. And it's going to cover the gamut. So let's just talk about who was St. Patrick? Most people think he's a little leprechaun with the little shamrock. That is not St. Patrick. So talk to your kids about it and ask them what they think about it and find out. Go to the library and check out some books about St. Patrick. He was actually a missionary to Ireland. He grew up in England, was um, 
became a slave, kidnapped, and taken over to Ireland, escaped, but then went back to share the gospel over there. So do some research. Whether you write a paper or not, just read some good books. There are some great books. I'll try to list a few of those in the show notes as well. Then if you want to integrate history into writing, write one paragraph about what you discover. And it's not what you mom think is important. Let your kids choose whatever they think is important. It really doesn't matter because whatever they write, you can help them write good sentences and a good paragraph. If you need help with that, I highly encourage you to get our three weekly three weeks of free writing lessons. There's a link in the show notes to that as well. And so grab those free lessons. Another thing you might do is read the words to St. Patrick's Breastplate Hymn. They're awesome. I wish I, I forgot to get the um, hymnal to read it. Sing it, use it for copy work, use it for piano, for music, whatever you want. Look and look at the history of that. It's an awesome hymn. And it talks about it's just written from a great perspective and it's caught this great warlike um, period as far, I mean, the tune of it uh, when you think about middle ages. So your boys may like that. Another thing you could do is start a notebook about St. Patrick and, or a lap book, either one. I've got some links to some free notebooking pages about St. Patrick. That's a great way to take, if you go figure out who St. Patrick is and what he did, write some notebook pages. That would be a fun way. And it wouldn't necessarily be a one paragraph paper or anything. It would just be something different that you can record what you've discovered. And then let your kids tell their grandparents about whatever it is that they've discovered. Now, I'm going to sort of go off away from the um, history writing. This is going to be fun, even for elementary kids. Um, but one of our favorite activities, our moms love it, is our Lucky Charms graphing activity. So go buy a box of Lucky Charms. Okay, let your kids eat a little sugar for one day out of the entire year. It's not going to hurt them. Some of you non-sugar people are going, no way, but who cares? We didn't have sugar cereal all the time, but you know, once a year is okay. And then we have this Lucky Charms graph. And at the bottom, they get to get a cup of the Lucky Charms and then count how many marshmallows there are. And then they're going to make a graph that goes up and they can color in how many they have of each one. That is fun. But you can go beyond that because then we have our, can't really see them well, our St. Patrick's Day um, worksheets. And they're continuing on with math. How many hearts did you have? Which one did you have the most of? This is elementary math. I understand that. Um, you know, which one did you have the most or least? Write an equation if you had, you know, hearts and balloons and moons, whatever. And then you can even move into our greater than or less than um, worksheet. And that would help you. So that is our few things a few different kind of math pages. Then I'm going to head back into our history. And this whole little PDF is completely free. There's a link wherever you are listening. Some other St. Patrick's Day activities. You can make green carnations. And we tell you how to do that. It's really simple. Go buy white carnations, put green food coloring in your water, and watch it go up. And it'll change the color of the carnations. It's really good. And they go look at the science behind that. You could um, grow shamrocks as well. 
Another one that kids love is green eggs and ham. Dr. Seuss' birthday is March 2nd. Let's do some fun things with that. So make some green eggs, just adding green food coloring. You could go and do some recipes like mashed potatoes, um, corned beef, Irish stew, Irish soda bread. I have, I will, I'll put some links to our Irish soda bread and Irish stew blog post here in um, How to Homeschool My Child. You can make some rainbow pancakes. That might be fun as well. Or make a pot of gold of popcorn. Those are just fun. My kids, every time I brought food out, oh my gosh, they were so happy. And then um, there's some other things. You could do some geography activities. You could do some arts and crafts activities as well. But a lot of fun things that you can do. You could study rainbows and the science of the rainbow and the pot of gold at the end of it. You might even make a fruit, non-sugar people, make a fruit rainbow. We've done that before, a row. And you could even do Roy G. Bibb, R, red, O, orange, Y, yellow. So you could do red strawberries. Orange would be oranges. Yellow could be banana slices and continue down with blueberries and whatever ones that you need. That would be a fun activity. All I'm saying is every once in a while, get away from your traditional curriculum and let's have fun. Filling our mind and growing our mind should be fun. And if you are just dictating and telling them what to do and there is just boredom in your school, you need to take a step back and find some ways that you can do that. I went way beyond five simple tips. <laughs> Originally, I think it was going to be history and math and science and writing and notebooking. And I just gave you a whole bunch of great ideas. Wherever you're listening to this, wherever the description is, go look at the resources that I've included and take a look at those. And I am sure you can find something that would inspire your kids to love learning. Give your kids the tools of learning so that they can become leaders who love learning for a lifetime. Hey, I am Carrie Beck with How to Homeschool My Child, but more importantly, Homeschool Coffee Break. We'll talk to you next time.